Welcome back to Officially Unofficial. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the Fall American, and we're here with Texas League All-Star, a Texas League, ch- League champion, a Midwest League champion. It is my pleasure to welcome Shea Spitzbarth to the Officially Unofficial podcast. What is up, Shea? Uh, not much, man. Hot out here in New York. Yeah, it's hot out here in Toronto, man. I'll be honest with you. Oh, we're kind of in the same part. Damn, yeah, Toronto. we're in the same part. Yeah, we're kind of – it's pretty hot, man. It's like 30 with the humidity, so it's crazy out here. But as I mentioned, man, I mean, let's get right into it. I mean, Texas League champion, Midwest League champion. How many rings do you have in your closet? I actually got, I got two. I should have been should have been four. Actually, I've been to four championships in a row in minor league baseball. It's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, I only got two so far. So are you the are you the most decorated champion in minor league baseball? I feel like no one else has that many championships. I think no. I think I'm definitely like the only guy in our system though to go to a championship in the last four years though. So do you think the scouts are kind of saying like this guy wins wherever he goes? We need to bring him up to the majors. Just bring me up just because good chance he he's got luck on his side to go to a championship maybe. And like I said, man, you're the first Dodgers guy we've had on. So we got a lot to talk about here. Their minor league system, which I heard is just insane, the facilities you guys have. Like, talk about that for a second, because I've heard that your guys' minor league system, compared to, I guess, one of the worst is the Oakland Athletics, is bananas. Like, it's just futuristic. It's insane. It's insane. And people who don't even play baseball from New York even know now. It's like, it's, it's crazy. It's just from, it's crazy in a good way, though. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, we get developed the right yeah. way, and it just – like, I've seen articles. Like, my dad sent me um, two examples. Like, my dad sent me a, a picture of, like, the New York Post, and it was, like, uh, rookie of the years. And it says Dustin May and Tony Gonson, who they both play with, both studs, you know. And then it says, what a, what a deep farm system. And then, I think, like, two weeks ago, I think I'm watching, like, a Pirates and Reds game. Like, two different uh, East Coast, West Coast. And then somehow the Dodgers get brought up, like, Oh, loaded farm system. Like, it's just – it's great. It's great, though. Like, like we just – everybody does the right thing. Like we're producing talent and stuff like that. How much do you think it sucks, though, for a guy to move up through that system where it's kind of stacked, man? I mean, you're looking at your stats, which you do, you've done pretty well in your minor league career, but it's just you're going up against guys like Dustin May who are absolute freaks of nature. So, yeah. does that – do you kind of look at that and you're like, damn, man, it's impossible to move up through this system? Yeah, yeah. Um – it's it's tough, you know. Like I definitely got brought up the right way as far as uh, being development since I was 20 years old. Um, I always think about like, okay, if I was in another system, like would I have my debut already? But also, again, like, am I getting developed the right way? Like, would I have like a my competition level would be like better? You know, like all that stuff. But here and say, you know, like I'm right there. You know, I have another year left on my contract. Hopefully, well, I mean, right now I'm I'm on call. To uh, to go over there, but everybody's doing good and right now, and everybody's staying healthy, which is the most important part. Yeah, no, it's crazy, man. And the stat that kind of, I guess, re, uh, what, what, what's what's the word? Um, stands out to me is your double A stats, man. I mean, which double A is is apparently the hardest the hardest league to get out of. And you posted a two hundred five ERA last year in double A, which is in I mean, just video game numbers. So. What was double A like, man? Because there's a lot of dogs in that league, man. There's an insane amount of dogs. There's some studs. I think uh, I think a lot of guys made a debut this year from that league. Um, I think the guy from Cardinals, who's really going to be a really good player, Kate Carlson, I think. Um, yeah. No, I just that league is that league is tough, and 
the thing that nobody knows, like it's only eight teams right now, eight teams. So you're the, so really seven teams because you're the eight team. But you're like facing those guys over and over again. Like I think I had to face, I think I had to face Kyle Lewis like five times oh in like eight days. I think I had to face Carlson like four times in like five days. Like it's 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 one thing like you get the advantage, but another time is like they see you more and more often, and more and more often they see you. It's 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 probably more in their favor, especially with those yeah. with those stadiums that are 280 feet left field and right field. And what a year this guy Kyle Lewis is having! Eh? I mean, this guy is nasty. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like it's it's kind of weird, but we all knew like, um, yeah. So he was batting like 270, 260, you know. But he has good popping. Like obviously, you know the potential. Look how big the guy is. He's a freak. Um, but like we knew, like once he got to the major leagues, probably with those baseballs and probably with that atmosphere, he's probably going to do a lot better. And obviously, it's shown that he did a lot better. Yeah, no, it's in, it's incredible, man. And the thing that's kind of cool about you, which is I think you might be the first guest that's ever done this. You played in the DR, um, in the winter league, uh, in the winter league, right? And with the Dodgers Dominican team. Uh, now with the Dodgers Dominican team, I just, I just stopped by there on the way home. Okay, but what was that like, man? Because that league, you got guys pimping nukes. It's just it's insane. I love watching highlights from the Dominican Republic uh, winter league because it, it's incredible. No, I had I had a great time, and I think it really got me into a better shape and you know i'm facing like dudes like who have like six years of service i have like like kenley ramirez on my team you know like and like guys like that just like if you can get those guys out then i think you can get anybody out like you deserve to be usually and i just learned a lot you know that that off season and i was hoping to use it this off season you know because i had a good spring training the first couple three weeks but then you know obviously you know with, with the shit happening um no, nothing happens. Do you have any funny stories from there, man? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It's it's. Are we allowed to, are we allowed to write it R or keep it PG-13? No, we can. Hey, like I said, we like to hang. We like to let it loose on this podcast. We've told funny stories about cops arresting my teammates. Yeah, just funny shit like that. Um, I went to. So I try to not go out. I try to be home back in the hotel if I went out before it yeah. got, before it got dark out. Yeah. So one of my teammates took me to the beach, and I'm like, "Yo, can we leave?" Like, you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like looking at the phone, like, see the sunset, you know, like that's like, <laughs> like it's like my second week. And this guy is one of my friends to the Dodgers, so he like he takes care of me. And yeah, um, we're about to park a car, and then you know some kids like knocking on the window, "Hey, can we have some money?" I'm like, "All right." And then my friends like, "Don't give him no money, don't give him no money." And then my friend like told him like get away, and then his friends like outside about to go come like in the car with us to go drop me off. And the kids kept on knocking on the window. And then my friend's other friend, I think he pulled out a gun, something like that, or not pulled a gun. But it's like out there, it's 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 kind of normal. But it's it's it was I was definitely shocking. It was like my second week there too. The kid, so the kid pulled out a gun. No, no, my friend's my friend's friend who's coming yeah. towards the car saw a kid yeah. knocking on the door over and over again. And like he just pull he pull it out his gun and like yo just get Dude, away. That co- like the DR is insane because there is so many nasty baseball players that come out of there. I mean, oh, it's, it's if, crazy. if you watch, did did you get any experiences where you get to kind of watch the kids play on the streets or just little league they, games stuff like that? They, uh, if I was off that day, I usually go in the morning, like at like ten o'clock. Cause like you were set, like I, if I pitch one day, I wasn't allowed to pitch the next day. So the next day I would get, I would go in at like 10 o'clock, um, 
do like two hours and then leave, and then the rest of the day, if anything, I watched watch the game at home uh, at, the, at the hotel. And um, I saw the kids, like you know, like ten year olds. Uh, you had the kids coaches who were just studs. You know, these kids have been seeing ninety ninety miles probably since they were like fourteen years old. Like that's why, like, <laughs> like it's unbelievable. I went so I went to on the way home, like to go home for like for good. I stopped at my Dodgers uh, DSL campus just to say hello to the front office, some trainers, and then I think a couple of guys I played with were there just training. And um, I wait, it's early in the morning, like 7 o'clock, and then they're about to wake up and stuff like that, go in the locker room, so I go change. And I see, like, at 7 o'clock, all these, like, DSL kids. And these kids are, like, 15, 16 years old. And I'm like, what, like what's going on? Like, these kids, like, these kids are literally kids throwing – 88 90 miles an hour and it's like oh my god what a what a, like what an eye opener of, of like how much talent in baseball there is over here and i have a question about that man because when you're that young what are these kids doing like are they living at home or are they living on like dorms at the dl facility so if you're on contract with a team and you're on a dsl team you have to stay there like there's no i think it might have like an hour or two uh, one time, a couple times a week to leave to go like get food and stuff like that. But everything is on campus. There's video games, there's ping pong room, pool room. Um, well, especially for us because I think the Dodgers, the Dodgers campus is like the nicest campus. Um, yeah. Pool room, ping pong room, food all the time you want, uh, movie room. So it's like not like really you have to leave. And then there's security from the front and the back, and then there's security walking around. So make sure nobody can come in or out unless they're like. Yeah. Was there was there any kind of guys you played with or against where you were kind of like starstruck, I guess? Or were you just wow, like, wow, this guy is insane at the game of baseball. I'm surprised he's not on the show right now. Uh, on that team, I was like, it was, well, obviously Hanley, you know, I've been, I've been seeing Hanley since yeah. I was probably like eight years old. Um, yeah. And guy was just a freak and such a nice guy too. Like he took care of me. Um. And who else was there? Like, that's going to be, like, a stud. I saw Soto and stuff like that there, but they weren't allowed to play. Um, Juan Soto. Yeah, he was there. He's on my. He's on the team's contract, but he's not allowed to play because Nationals don't let him. Like, every, everybody <laughs> – like, when you when you go above high and you're from the country, you get drafted, and so you have the rights to those guys for the rest of the yeah. life. And uh, he's on the team. He's, like, on, the, like, the, the roster, like, the expanded roster, but the Nationals don't let him play. Is that guy like a god there? Because my, he is insane at baseball. Like yeah, he, he's incredible. It's it's crazy. I, I, they didn't talk about him as much, but they talked about Vlad and Tatis, and Tatis is unbelievable. And I faced that guy too a couple years ago, and he's unbelievable. You faced Tatis. What what is he lifetime against you? One for one on a double. I I actually had him. <laughs> I had him. I actually showed a video to my brother the other day because he's like, "Hey, you versus Tatis yet?" I'm like, "Yeah." He smacked a double off me. I had him like 0-2. I threw a curveball, threw a fastball by him. Then I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to see if I can just throw a fastball right by him. Just make him look bad. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I smacked it. Because, dude, thinking about this, right? I mean, thinking about the future. If you blew a fastball past Tatis, that's something you show your grandkids. Like, that <laughs> is, that's one of the biggest bragging rights of all time because he's a freak of nature. And Vladi, first of all, just gone from Toronto. Vladi is my, my hero. I love Vladi. So is that guy down there as popular, do you think, as his dad was? Or is he kind no, of yeah. growing he, he's, there? He's 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 going. He's going to be like that. I, we went to um, we had uh, 
Thanksgiving down there. And so the ambassador of the United States invited our team. And because she has like this like an ambassador thing in yeah. her campus. And all like the famous like uh, Dominicans were allowed to go. And um, that's why I saw it met Matt Tatis and Soto and Vladimir. And the, Vladimir Guerrero with his dad just walking with a whole entourage of like eight people deep. It's like, no, like everybody knows about him. <laughs> Dude, those guys, those guys, there's no way they can walk around the DR, right? I mean, nah, they have they, to have a ton of security. Yeah, there's no question. No question. Maybe a couple of guns it, in the door, too. <laughs> it's insane, man, because it's insane looking back on it that, like, I like Juan Soto, who probably grew up, obviously not rich. This is just all natural talent that this guy had, man. And just looking at that and then looking at Vladdy, what Vladdy's been able to do and kind of move out of his dad's shadow and just become a nasty player in the minors in the major leagues is honestly insane, man. Like, insane. have you got a chance to face, face Vladdy or no? No, we, I actually like really never faced the Blue Jays in um, minors yet. We, I haven't faced like 10 teams. Usually AL or NL East. Those are the, those are the teams that probably haven't faced yet. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you guys are just kind of stay with the, like the Dodgers division and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's mostly West Coast and a couple of like, Middle West, you know, if you, if you kind of yeah. geography. And what was your stats there in the DR, man? You must have just carved because looking at your minor league stats, like you did in Double A, you had to have pitched well. In no, the I, DR. I did. I did well. I had like a I had like a high three. You know, it was it was fine. Just was one bad out, one bad outing, but the rest of the outings were good. You know, I, I was on a and, pitch limit, so. Oh yeah, I guess you have to be on the pitch limit in the winter. What and a guy that I actually used to play with, I believe he was in the DR, Josh Naylor, right? Was he in that league with you? Josh, yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I played against him a while. He was um, on the Padres. Yeah, well, he's yeah, on the Padres yeah. now. I, but. I didn't face him when I was down there, but maybe, maybe he left the first half because I was a, I was a second half. There's like a first. Oh, half. you're a second half guy. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's just it, it's insane looking at it, man. And I've seen videos of those crowds there. It gets rowdy, doesn't it? It's insane. Uh, there's like there's like two teams when there's, there's six teams and uh, my team is like like the good team out there, like the rich team. As far yeah. as as far as they say, um, like rich history, and like when there's like two teams that face that come come and face us, that's like when the crowds are like really really get packed out. I actually we get tickets, we get two tickets a game. Somehow my tickets never like available those two games, so they just take them. <laughs> so no one can just come visit you. I mean. No. It's just- that's insane man i mean that's kind of cool and it's kind of given you a little bit of a perspective on what it's like playing for the dodgers right yeah no, and wow it was, it was definitely- what a what an analogy by me like just this brain is just going at it because i just thought about that that team you played on is just the rich team that gets all the nasty players like you and now you're on the dodgers so it's pretty yeah. much a little bit hand in hand right yeah it's 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 funny like my mom says it too it's like you know you're on two like really really good teams and systems and both wear blue it's it's, it's, it's so funny you know it's meant to be, man. It's meant to be. And I love it because you're a guy from New York, which is obviously close to me, Staten Island, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 kind of cool seeing guys from this part, of, like that part of the country in the U.S. be successful like you. And how hard do you think it's kind of been? For me, for me, for instance, it would, it would suck in the winter. I'd have my buddies in Arizona and Las Vegas playing baseball year-round, yeah. and we would be in the winter training indoors in football facilities, right? So how hard was that for you to kind of get that development in the winter? It's 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 definitely tougher, you know, and with our with our system too, and they know they know that. So like when like when I'm doing like my uh, my off season program, like the coaches like no, like give them like an extra two weeks of spring training because they know I'm not in Cal- I'm not the California guy, I'm not the Florida guy who are in 90 degree weather the whole life. You know, I'm going in inside um a college 
College of South Island basketball gym. I'm long tossing, so that's like 150 feet. I got my agent's place, which is like 90 feet, and I'm doing indoor hitting. Like it's it's not like with these kids who can just go on a mound. Like no, <laughs> in front of the mound, it's, yeah. it's freezing. It's like 20 degrees. I'm just I just do the best I could, you know, and they know that. So. Yeah, no, it's it definitely it's definitely where our advantage. Because I remember growing up, I we'd go to tournaments and I'd talk to like kids from Arizona and stuff like that. And they'd be like, yeah, man, like we've probably played like a hundred games this year. Yes. And I would be, and I'd, we'd be like 30 games in. So it's kind of at a disadvantage and it kind of shows how athletic guys from this, that part of the country kind of are to just be able to compete at the big league level and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the next thing I want to talk about, you mentioned Dustin may, I don't know if you guys, you guys obviously cross paths. How disgusting is this guy? Because he is every time he starts, it's like pitching ninja porn. It's just Dustin May every day. He's un- every, every- he's, he's unbelievable. I've been playing with him the last three years, and actually, when he was in OKC, when we were all t- OKC together, um, he got called into the office. And he and once he got out of the office, I was the first one he looked at, and like he gave me that look, and I'm like, oh shit! I just gave him a big hug. So happy for the guy. Like he's gonna be so good. He's gonna be there for a long time. I know for sure he's gonna be there for a long time. Um, and he's such a he's such a good guy. Like he really he competes. He competes. You know, like he works hard. He's he's a definition of what a true ace is gonna be like. I think we need to start a little campaign to get Dustin May on this podcast. Dustin May, hit me up. I mean, I'll DM you every single day for a year if I have to to get this guy on the show. I need Dustin May because his hair, first of all, it's just badass. This guy on the mound will just throw. His pitches look like they're just defying gravity. Am I right on that? I mean, I, I, I had to catch him one time. I'm like, listen, I'm never having to catch you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> He's insane, man. He, and the Dodgers, just, it seems like the Dodgers are the only team in baseball that can just naturally produce aces every single. Kershaw's getting older. Let's just bring in Dustin May. Screw it. Let's just bring in Dustin May. So, I mean, it's just insane. And what's it like playing for that organization, man? Because we mentioned the, risk, the rich history you have there. And the facilities, the access you guys have, and oh, it's awesome! You know, I, I'm happy to be with them since I was 20. Um, and it's not like it's everything's like the same. Like they they want you to be the best person you can be. There's not a lot of rules, which is great because I've been hearing a lot of rules from other teams. And yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, like, I get it. But we just have just the personnel that just tells us what to do and how to do it. Um, just a cult. It's a culture thing. And it's something in the water too. It's it, it's really, it's really something special. And I've been through the uh, the time when it's like really special because every year, it's either World Series or bust. That's what they tell us. World Series or bust. That's it. Yeah. And it's it sucks because they're they're so close. But I think you know they're right there. You know the future's bright. You know they can do it this year too. Obviously, you know the best record in baseball, best bullpen in baseball. So yeah. It's um no like it's it's just something different. It's it's just it's a it's a culture thing. And take it, and thank God you're not an outfielder because you'd have to be competing with Mookie Bats. So it's just, it, I feel, I feel for those guys in the system that are outfielders because, hey man, I mean, if you if you're gonna be in Mookie Mookie Betts' spot, you won't be in the league for a pretty good amount of time. So, how cool is that? Do you kind of have you got the opportunity to sit back and be like, one day, man, I'm gonna be playing for the Dodgers and I'm gonna have one of the greatest of all time, Mookie Betts, playing behind me in the outfield. <laughs> Uh, people say he's like I haven't I haven't met him. You know, I was only spring training for three weeks, but um, no, I, I heard great things. You know what he, what he's doing. You know, obviously he's a winning culture. Came from Red Sox, um, and you know, obviously the, you see the extension he just got. So obviously, but he's worth every penny. It's just, I he I think the day I think the day after he signed his contract, I watching the game, 
and like he made like the best slide in the world to like win the game. Like it, it's unbelievable, like how talented you know, like like it's a free agent too. Like obviously they have the money too to do it, but then they have guys underneath like DJ Peters, Cody Thomas coming up. You know, there's a lot of guys coming up and like they're kind of like behind them, but it's tough. It, it it is. It's crazy, man. I mean, if you look at that Mookie Betts deal, it's one of the most insane deals. And him and my he he's close to, if not on the same level, in my opinion, is Mike Trout. I might get roasted for that. No, no. I might get roasted for that. I don't I don't I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, no, he's definitely close to that got, man. And, and you got the guy to the left of him who's about to make couple of hundred million too so <laughs> Dude, i feel bad i feel bad for the dodgers owner man he's gonna have to be just forking out some money to keep these guys in the on the on the field and the one of the greatest dodgers feats of all time in my opinion is the fact that tommy lasorda is still kicking it around alive yeah have you had a chance to meet him yeah he's um he always comes so always comes during the season like two like two weeks span he always comes around to the minor league minor leagues uh affiliates and he just stays like three or four days to watch us and um, him and his, like, guy who, like, uh, takes care of him, you know, he just gives us a speech, uh, you know, just how – be, like, proud, like, you're wearing blue and white, you know, and, the, like, the history behind it. Like, and I got to talk to him a couple times because I, I used to – at least I love Mike Piazza. And yeah. I, I knew he was, like, the reason, like, Piazza got signed. And he told me a couple of things about him. But, um, no, he, 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 he bleeds blue. Like, it's always – it's always things about – all the time. And you can't – yeah, you can't – and I don't think – I think he's going to live until the Dodgers win their next World Series. I feel like he can't – in his mind, and the man upstairs is literally saying, I'm – this guy's not dying until the Dodgers win another World <laughs> Series. He is – he's an insane – he is – his stories from back in the day when he was a manager, he was ruthless. Like, I, I don't know if you kind of can still see that I now. Watched, I watched a couple of videos. We, we get we get shown a couple of videos in spring training. Um when you, when you were young, actually, when you were in, like in Arizona, like the first like couple of weeks when you got signed, there's like uh, like video meetings, and it's like really like the culture behind like the system, and like this is how like we want to be, um, this is what we expect, you know, in, in a way like that. Yeah, and I wanted to go into your minor league system, uh, your minor league stories too, because we're a minor, we have a ton of funny minor league podcast like uh, stories we get on this podcast. Before that, though, I wanted to bring this up. I mentioned that you've won two championships on a scale of one to 10. How sober were you celebrating these championships? One being not sober at all. Uh, 10 being still sober, like a priest. Um, the first one about a nine and then, Oh, no, nine high, high, higher is lower or higher is better. Yeah. Higher is lower. Higher is lower. We're going golf system. The lower, the better, lower, the better. I was probably a two for the Midwest. Two for the Midwest, and then I think I think we're all over ten for the for the Texas because we had to leave in the morning. It was our, our flights we were in San Antonio, so we just left from right there. So, and like the game was like late and stuff like that. And supposedly the club didn't have enough beer for us. So, what a, what an excuse! I know they saw what you guys did in the Midwest League, and they're like, "I'm not I'm not even thinking about pulling out the beer this time, man." And who was a couple of guys on that team in the Midwest League Championship? That kind of stood out to you that were like this guy's a freak of nature. Well, it, it, that team was that team was loaded. Um, so we were the worst team in the first half, and then the best team in the second half, and then we got in the wild card, and then we won. We just got hot from there. But it was like uh, Bueller was on a team, Santana. There's like eight guys in the major leagues on this team right now. It's unbelievable. That team, oh my god! You you played with Bueller? Yeah, yeah. 
for a couple of years, a couple of years. He's, he's awesome. He's, he's going to be the next face of pitching in, for a while, I think, too. Damn, man. I mean, you've played with some dogs, man. You might have awesome. to start a podcast, get all these guys on, and just kick me out. I might just be gone after you because you've played with some dogs, man. Do you, do you think that um, Walker Bueller is going to, like, overpower what Clayton Kershaw has done with the Dodgers? Like, he's going to be a guy that's putting up way crazier numbers in the future? Yeah. Walk, you see what Walker is. He's, he's the truth. He's the truth, you know. And that's the perfect guy to follow. It's Kershaw. You know, Kershaw is the definition of the Dodgers. You know, he goes about the right way. When he did rehab starts, he just goes about it the right way, just chilling, good vibes. He's definitely the definition of what it should be. Like for sure. To be a Dodger and take care and then, you know, obviously, you know, Bueller and Dustin May gonna and Julio too. Julio's younger than both of them. You know? So. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's just it's gonna be scary, like just see all the guys you they know, got they got that, their that. they got their four guys. Yeah, future, and then they're gonna have. Are, are you gonna be the number five? Or are you gonna be out of the pen? Like, what do you nah, prefer here? Definitely pen. Definitely pen. Big pen guy. I love yeah. that because you get a cool walkout song. The, the whole the whole stadium is paying attention to it. I love it. And here, and we're gonna pump your tires a little bit here. You're actually an all star. You're a Texas League all star. I just told, I think I brought that up actually in the in the intro. But how cool is that, man? And just be the like you, you get to tell people I'm an all star. So what's up? No, it was cool. It's actually funny. I actually didn't go to the game because I got called up the next day. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even go to the All Star game. Are you kidding me? No, nah, yeah. the, the, the Dodgers didn't even want want you to soak that in. They just said you're, oh. you're getting called up, man. Sorry. No, no, just uh, it was All Star got voted. Three days later, All Star break happens. The three days are off, and the first day off, hey, Sherry, you're going to OKC. Uh, so I'm not going to the game. No, you're not going to the game. Don't worry about it. Go right to OKC. <laughs> go get a rental car and, and drive up. Damn. I mean, that's. A, I mean, I don't know if that's a good break or a bad break. So, I mean, funny. you didn't get that'd to experience. Be, funny. My parents were about to book a uh, book a flight to come to watch a game, and I had to tell them to cancel it. Damn. By the way, mom and dad, like, I know I'm an all star, but I'm also getting yeah, called up to yeah. OKC. So, it. I wouldn't be mad. I definitely wouldn't be mad with that. And we, like I said, we'd like to hear about funny stories in the minor leagues. You played in the minor leagues for a pretty good amount of time, so you have you must have a, a ton of hilarious stories. Let's hear it. Let's hear. Let's hear the funny story here that I'm going to probably clip and post on this podcast page. Um. Well, there was a tornado last year. You know, in the middle of the game. No, we were out. If that helps, uh, <laughs> we're we're in Oklahoma, and you know, I'm from New York. I never saw a t- tornado or even heard a tornado. Yeah. Maybe a hurricane. Um, and we're like we're out at a bar after the game, and we hear that like the town siren, like a movie, and. Uh, <laughs> Like everybody gotta leave and just and just go home. Like, what do we do? Do we go back to the hotel or not? And the hotel was on lock too. It was like everybody in the basement, so we just went to the stadium. And then like literally like like it was like six of us, and like then like then like twenty other people came, like the family and friends and dogs, and we were all just chilling in the basement. But um, I can't. It's hard to think about. So here, here, I'll, I'll tell you another one too. So another one is like a funny fan story. So obviously, you guys are playing in small towns. You have a hilarious amount of fans yeah. that get, like to just go to the games to get drunk. We had yeah. a story of a fan that climbed the foul pole in the middle of a game, reached the top of the foul pole, and was filming himself for the Diamondbacks minor league team in uh, Wisconsin, I think. But and then yeah, he was filming himself, no security noticed, and he had to try to get down from there, and it was hilarious. Apparently, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, last year, our bullpen catcher, uh, some guy was tackling us for like balls all day and 
we gave him one ball actually, and then the other kid needed another ball, and we just said no. And then the bullpen catcher, the bullpen catcher, said something to to the the grandfather or the father, and I guess like the father took it the wrong way, and then they kept on arguing and said, "I'll meet you after the game." And uh, <laughs> the guy, the guy was in front of our bus, and then we had to get security. And this guy was this guy was pretty ox too. So and like the, and like every day we went back there since the rest of the year. Yo, like that guy's coming for you again. Like it was it was pretty fun. <laughs> That is a See, That's a good story. That's a story that I'm definitely going to have to clip. Just the guy going at it with the bullpen catcher and says, meet me outside. Yeah. Because you never know in those small towns, man. Some of these guys are lunatics, right? Some of the yeah. fans you must see are lunatics. Yeah, it's, 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 it is what it is, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. And have you had any funny fan heckles on you? Like something where a fan said, so- said something ruthless to you and you were like, this guy got my ass. It's a good chirp. Uh, they usually just go after my hair color, if anything. Yeah, you know, like they have really, like, yeah. like ginger and stuff like that, you know. It's That's like, a oh, yeah, it's like, chirp. it's like I never heard of that before. It's stuff like that, you know. What a terrible chirp. What a terrible, yeah. terrible chirp, man. I mean, what's a, what's a funny town you visited in your minor league career? Because you played in the Texas League, the Midwest League. You've played in some funny, funny leagues with some teams that are hilarious, like um, the, the Nuts, the Modesto Nuts. What a town that is. In, never, never, in... never, never been there. Never been there. Oh, you never you never played there? I left. I, I only stayed in Ohio for a month, so thank God. Oh, okay. Uh, Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Um, you know what? The, the, best, the best ones were, like, uh, the same town as, like, big colleges. So yeah. um, South Bend was good because Notre Dame was there. We had one of my friends' birthday. I was a hell of a time right there. One time after the game. Um, Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, Springfield, um, it's Springfield, the Cardinals, like the Cardinals, Missouri, 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 Missouri. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, Springfield college. I think it's called, oh, uh, Missouri, Missouri state college. That's what it's called. That's, yeah. a, that's a fun time too. It's usually those places with the fun colleges around there were the best time. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, I, I, what's the one in uh, Michigan state? What's which Michigan state? Lansing, Lansing, yeah. Lugnuts. Yeah, that was a fun time, too. Dude, we got a funny story because, like I said, I'm a Jays guy, so we've had a couple of Jays guys on this podcast, and they told that's funny the only, stories. That's, that's the only team we faced the Jays. Yeah, that's the only time. In Lansing. So, yeah, they, he told the funny story was they would have sorority nights at the games. So guys on the team would just obviously try to look good, all that kind of stuff, and they would write their numbers on balls and throw them up to the girls, and they would just be wheeling yeah, the girls, yeah. like, in the middle of the game. So there's some funny promotions like that on minor league baseball because we've heard a couple – like, we, last week or two weeks ago we had a guy on, Grayson Rodriguez, and he told a funny story about um, them having a strikeout batter. So if, if, if this guy struck out, the whole crowd got free Popeyes or something <laughs> like that or free pizza. How, yeah. Have you heard any of any funny, like – minor league nights or anything like or been a part of any of those there's 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 that a lot of times with the with the strikeouts or um guy who strikes out like two times in a day like the fans the fans like it's, it pops with the scoreboard like you guys get free so and so and then people yeah. get louder and louder and louder and then there's a lot of pressure on the kid <laughs> uh that was a couple times uh home runs are the big ones too if you get a home run you get so and so yeah no it's it, it's kind of funny man just how they market in the minor leagues because they they end up do they end up getting guys and I like there's a funny story of me when I went to Lansing when I was like 18 I had this like fake idea this guy that didn't even look anything like me and it was dollar beer night at Lansing and I just got mangled at the stadium <laughs> I was I'm so far from home it was in the middle of a tournament but it's just hilarious how they market there and I wish I kind of do man I said I've always said this I wish they kind of do that in major league in major leagues like how cool would that be if you had like a major league hitter as the designated strikeout guy. So the, the, like he's just getting roasted. It would be people would be more into the game. I think you know like it's 
it's ridiculous how the drinks are 12 bucks you know <laughs> yeah it is and it is like that and and speaking about growing up in, in major leagues fan uh, being a major league fan who's it got who's the team that you rooted for yankees or mets being from new york no i was a Met fan you know i was named at the shea stadium so like my family Met fan damn a massive Met guy and i used to be a massive massive Met guy too when they had uh David Wright, Carlos Delgado, all those guys running the Mets, man. I mean, what a team that used to be back in the day. So, did a little part of you kind of wish you got signed by the Mets? I mean, you had to. Wait, hold on my phone. Um, actually, the Mets, uh, they said I need another year of college. They were on my radar. They just said I need another year of college. And now you get to carve, and now you get to carve against them because the Dodgers faced the Mets a pretty good amount of time. So, that's going to be kind of weird, and I'm fired up. And I might even promise you this. I might make it. To your first game in City Field, yeah. I might have to show up to the whole series. Agent and even it's a seven, eight hour truck. I mean, you're gonna have a whole section for you, right? I hope so. Uh, that'd be a that'd be that'd be a dream if that can happen. Yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, and it, it's looking back on it, like when you're a kid growing up in New York, you kind of just always dream about pitching in Shea Stadium or pitching in Yankee yeah. Stadium, right? So yeah. it's definitely gonna be kind of cool. That it's obviously not a thing anymore. Shea Stadium at City Field now. But it's kind of cool that you're going to get the opportunity, hopefully, in the future to pitch in that field for the against a team you grew up loving and grew up watching. Yeah, right? I would, I would, I would hope so. You know, I pray every night. You know, that's why I want to do this. You know, I'd love to do that. You know, hopefully it happens. It'll be great. Yeah, for sure, man. And you're going to be a part of a team that's uh, nasty with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So your your parents were massive, massive Mets fans to name you after the stadium. Yeah, my whole family is is Mets fans. No, no Yankee fans, but just. Solid, solid, really Mets fans. It is cool. I love, man. I love New York because I have obviously I'm Italian, so my family migrated. A little bit of a fun fact: my family migrated to New York and then to Toronto. So I have a lot of family in New York, and New York is just such a sick city. Like it's unbelievable looking at it. The Yankees and the Mets, how separated both those fans are, and they just hate each other. So, do you have any? I guess because funny stories growing up being a Mets fan of going to like game stuff and you seeing Yankees and Mets fans just going at it. Uh, there's a couple of times, uh, I've seen it, you know, I, I went to a couple of subway series actually, um, growing up, uh, and yeah, you see it in the parking lot, you see fights in the parking lot and especially like when, you know, uh, the games are like getting like really like close. That's like when people like start like giving other fans the other shit. Um, uh, no, but I definitely seen some Yankee Mets fans and I eat at one of each stadium actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do, and if you, and if listeners of this podcast, if you get a chance, man, just watch the rerun, the rerun of that Yankees Mets Subway Series. It is one of the coolest series, in my opinion, in World Series history. Right? I mean, how cool was that? You got two two teams from the same city playing against each other. They got to stay in their they got to stay in their own home, their yeah. own homes, their own apartments, and they're facing each other. That was one of the coolest series of all time, man. I think um, I think my I think my parents told me they had tickets to the game. And I think they sold it because they made such good money off of it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to. And then I went to a hilarious game when I was a kid. I went to Yankees Red Sox in the old Yankee Stadium. It was um, Ching Ming Wong against Kurt Schillings. First of all, what a throwback of a pitching yeah. performance with that. And I remember when I was a kid, I, I, I was just amazed by the fact that there was this Red Sox fan that needed to take a piss. And the Yankees fans were like, no, like you're not coming in here. They were just guarding. They refused to let this middle-aged man take a piss in in the bathroom in Yankee Stadium. And I was like, this is why I love baseball. Yeah, like, no. this is the coolest thing of all time. No, they're, they're, so, and, they're crazy sometimes. 
It is, man. And New York is, I mean, like you, you kind of have a, a low key New York accent. Like people are going to be responding to this saying this guy has an incredible New York accent, which I'm, I'm excited for to drop this. This is going to be electric, <laughs> but I have a couple more things to bring up, man. I mean, looking back on it this year, getting canceled and stuff like that. Was this year kind of a year for you where in your head, you're like, I'm going to try to make a run for it here and try to get my call up to the league. Uh, yeah. Um, this, this, this was the year I thought, if everything went the right way, you know, if um, I was playing good, if uh, right timing, right place, who knows, you know, if, if I was playing good, you know, maybe dish to another team, like you just don't know. Um, but I was, I was really geared going into this year and I haven't stopped yet. You know, I've been busting my ass every day, you know, I've been throwing it like a men's league right now, just getting four innings a week, you know, don't care who the hitters are, umpires, just game action, just to get, I need 40 pitches every two, every every three days. So really, I need 80 pitches a week. Um, yeah. Because if people get sick or injured, you know, like um, they told me, just be ready. You know, and I can tell me more weeks. They said to like ramp it down if um, nothing happens. Yeah. No, it's and you must be obviously just carving in this men's league, right? You're just absolutely just embarrassing people. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I'm like, it's like old high school. It's all high school guys that I play with some of them. But honestly, um, there's a couple other pro guys, like two guys, and then there's a lot of college kids because they weren't allowed to play college summer ball. So it's, yeah. it's not like it's like you know just like regular guys just drinking and playing. But it's it's like you know like solid like 19, 20 year olds and stuff like that. So it's it's something. Just you just got you got to do something. You got to have some wear and tear in your body for next year. Yeah, no, it, it's actually crazy, man. I mean, it sucks there's no minor league season. I wish it would have happened because I, first of all, I just love the minor league team names. Like, just, just looking at the minor league team names and, yeah. and the, the logos, it's honestly insane. And is there any funny minor league team names for the Dodgers? Because most of them are, like, pretty professional, right? Yeah, no, no. We keep it pro. I think it's Raptors, Loons, Quakes, Drillers, and Dodgers. Now, I wouldn't say, like, yeah. any, like Baby Cake or something like that. Yeah, no, man. There's there's a lot of funny names, and it's gonna be cool, man. Because the jerseys, I always the, the jerseys are funny, but and the jersey, yeah, the jer- they're funny, they're funny but ridiculous sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and what are the jerseys like there? Because I saw you in a picture of one, and I I think it was like a, just a uh, the brand you get when you're like a little kid, like the little kid jerseys. Like they're not even that great quality. They're, what not, are they they're, not, they're not majestic. They're like something. There's something, and like yeah. we don't even keep them. Yet we we find them and give them away. Then they make then they make money off of us. And here's a question that I just thought of again with my massive JUCO brain going at it here. What would you say in your career right now, up to this point, is the greatest accomplishment that you've had so far? Um. I'd be like obviously it was an important save. Uh, I I would say my first outing in Arizona League, don't matter if it was rookie ball or not, you know, just my first inning ever in pro ball, and then probably one of the probably one of like the big saves I had in uh, the championship runs, you know, to win the championship. Are you are you one of those guys that's ripping smelling salts in the dugout before you pitch? Sometimes I, I sometimes like you know like, you know how how it is sometimes you know, if you're in the bullpen you know the game yeah it's long and. You know, like you're not, like you're into the game, but like, you know, sometimes you're like you need like an extra boost. You know, either coffee or that. But sometimes, sometimes I do that. If like I'm like a little like feeling like a little like sleepy. And what are you coming out of the bullpen in? Like, what's what's the song here? What's the song of choice? 
we never we never really had songs like growing up going to my whole minor league career we never had none, nobody had songs it was it was just the hitters really even the starters never really had songs it was it's weird damn we just never got like so, into it so let's break news here what would be what would be shea spitzbar's song what would be your song of choice it's funny that my, my 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 friends were inside like he's a, he's always like because you have the irish and you should be like the one that papal bond does the came up kicking up the boston thing but, yeah, um, what a tune. <laughs> I like uh probably like something like Nickelback, something like that. You know, something like yeah, like little rock, something like that. Yeah, okay. I mean, Nickelback are can- they're Canadian, so you're just rolling with your Canadian roots. And the Jays kind of need relievers right now. So Ross Atkins, like, let's get a pop in here. Let's get Spitzparth on the Jays. I'd love to see it. I like I said, I'd be I would just I'm a big Jays guy, so I'd be rooting for you, roasting people on Twitter that roast the trade. So. <laughs> I mean, let's 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 get it popping, man. I mean, I'd love to see that. I would love to see that. And a couple, like I said, a couple other things I wanted to bring up here. Um, during your minor league career, who's one? Like who? Who's what's one home run you've given up where you're like, I can't believe this guy just hit that ball that far. Uh, uh I don't know any names, but last year I gave a bomb. You know, with, with these. With these triple A balls, I think like, we have a hotel. We have a hotel behind us, behind the stadium, yeah. and it hit like the hotel behind it. Like it was, it was probably like a style like four, four fifteen, four twenty, but it was just a bomb. Like last year, I forgot the name. Some kid on the, some kid on the baby cakes actually it was baby but cakes. I, I forget what the name. name. But it, <laughs> what it, it, a was, name? it was no like, I don't think I don't think I didn't really get a home run to like a big name though. Yeah. So, so there it is. There, I, know, I mean, like, like I no, said, no, no, yeah, yeah. So no, like that, nothing yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's a good thing to have for sure. Back on the on the back on your resume, but um, have you done driveline or anything like that? No, I haven't done. I've done driveline. I haven't. You know, like my view is good enough. They said. You know, I've I've good spin rate and good um, vertical. If you're into that stuff. Um, yeah. But I, only time, the only time I use a driveline ball is if. Uh, if like I have like, like usually we have an idea of like when you're going in. So if you're up two runs, you know, um, started might be getting a little tired, you know. Then I I use the ball and just throw it against the wall. But I I haven't, I'm not like a big big like ball full. I'm not really big into that. Me neither. We're not a, we're not an analytics podcast. So I just wanted to bring that. I just want to <laughs> yeah. see if you were doing driveline or anything no, like no. that. And when was the first time you hit ninety? in your life like let's go back into the young Sh- young shay's life the first time he hit 90 where he's like i'm a dog on this mound right now uh my freshman year of college for sure i know for a fact Jesus. it's like one of those things that you can't you can't forget like 90 is a big it, number you know every 10 is a big it's number the coo- it's the coolest thing ever man are you getting close to the, the triples no nah, i think i think 90 i only hit 96 so far my top maybe with the adrenaline uh, if I ever make my debut, would be uh, maybe a nice uh, a nice seven. But I told myself a couple years ago, if I hit ninety six, like I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a good thing to have. And this is the last thing I want to bring up. I asked this to all the guests that are their debuts yeah. coming soon. We've had a lot of them. Humble brag for me. We've had a lot of top prospects. But besides the fact, who can or not who can you promise me? You will text me the hard eye emoji, not the hard eye. The eye emoji when that debut's coming. When you get the call, let's break the news here. Send me the eyes emoji. I got you. I got you. Sure, I got you. All right.
All right. And there you have it, man. I mean, this is honestly, this was a pretty fun interview. And I, I love that two guys going at it from the North part of the country. We'll call on Toronto, the North part of the U S just two guys, stay at home guys, blue collar workers, guys going at it, man. It's, it's a pleasure. To, it was a pleasure to have you on. I really appreciate you doing this. Absolutely, man. I'll tell Dustin May in the future that get on John's podcast. What an, what an, what an ending. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you.